BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Let's go places. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job or a new full-time role, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com. That's ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Greetings and welcome inside. Happy Monday. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Welcome back. Live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Yes, the last time I sat in this chair with you, the Knicks were alive in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, since you left, yeah. I, I, I not only got a coach fired, and we had two yeah. teams eliminated from the playoffs. Yeah, no, so not a lot. So it's, it's pretty it's quiet. Been, it's been all good. Very, very quiet. Big hockey games, all, mm-hmm. all these things. Lots going on. All kinds of things. Yeah, welcome home. Thank you. I was you know, Listen, it, Friday night was one of those nights where I felt like, okay, th- this, is, this is what it feels like to... How do I say that? This, this Have a it, life? No, 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 oh. no, no. This is what it feels like for um, on a, on a much lesser scale for how celebrities, how celebrity. How, how do I say this? You're, you're putting yourself in celebrity. No, sta- did you get? Okay, did you get on stage I mean. and dance no, 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 with no, them? No, no, this, no. This, this, this is what I mean. Because if that's true, then that's a big deal. So Friday night, I was yeah. off to go see the time. Yeah, right. See Morris Day, and it was it was awesome. It was exactly what I. It hoped looked it was pretty cool. Be. I saw some yeah. videos circulating yeah. uh, late. Friday uh, night. The first thing he does is come out and he says, Los Angeles, did you all come out to see me just because the Lakers were sold out? And everybody starts laughing. He goes into his first song. It was very funny. And someone up front started telling, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he got all mad. Wait, the Lakers <laughs> play? So, you know, obviously it's a huge, it's a huge um, bundle of energy because the, the Novo is right next to Staples or Crypto.com. And, you know, fans going in and out of the game and it being the clinching game for the Lakers against the Warriors was really, really big. And the thing is, the the arena that we went to is only about like a two thousand seat arena. Not, I think less like than like two that. to three, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's that's not. where the Mets play, right? Exactly. Yes. You know, Frostburg. I'm going to say nice things about the Lakers tonight. So you just shut it. Well, you just he's shut it. He's Zip all it. revved up too because right, he it. wasn't here Friday to bask in the revelry oh, of the clinching win. He's still drunk. So he's yeah. So he's yeah, still he's got still a couple drunk. of days. He's been marinating. So 
this this arena this, this this state this um this arena is has not backstage but it has a bar connected like you walk right out of a bar and right into yeah, yeah. Sure. The, the auditorium yeah where, we've where got a couple going, of those right? there's yeah. a couple more smaller so, places like that so we go yeah. and we're watching and yeah. and we watch the game and the game's coming down to the end I'm going hmm okay this game is going to end, and then he's going to take the stage. Yeah, he ain't coming off. I mean, like, still going. And this, when we first walked to go in, the, the woman said to us, "Are you here to see Morris Day in the time?" And I said, "Ow!" She goes, "Ah, I got to tell you something about this concert tonight." Did and she I, get it, or did you think thought, you were weird? Oh no, no, she got it. She oh, got okay. It. I said, "Ow!" Both. And then, and she looked. Wow, and he says, right. "I got to tell you something about the concert tonight." And I said. Don't tell me no one can find Morris. Like that's what it's going to be. We don't know where he is right now. They said, "Listen, it's because it was like eight o'clock." Yeah. And they said he comes on at nine forty-five. Just so you know, when you come in, you can't go out. But you come in. There's a bar. There's you know a couple of bars connected. But okay, great. Okay. And I said, "Is the game on?" And they said, "Yeah, we have the late game on a bunch of TVs." Like okay. So I go in, and it's this cool like bar. With, you know, low lights and so many places to sit. It was comfortable. So and- a guy sitting playing bass in the corner. <laughs> so we're able to get drinks and watch the game mm-hmm. and then when it ends I'm going he really is he's going to go on right so the game ends the laker game ends at like 9:40 then when we all, we all walk right into the arena to sit and it's it's literally it's 25 yards from the bar around a corner and in, into the into the uh seating and we sit down. I'm like, he's going to come on like in like five. I guarantee. I bet she's watching the end of the game. They're all watching the end of the game. Sure enough, we sat down. Five minutes later, he comes out and they do the concert. See, I think it would have been cool if he called it like we did in the uh, studio. All right, this game's long over. Uh, I felt like yeah, a celebrity. If this game's done, he might as well just come on now. I felt like a celebrity where where it was, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm backstage. You know, I'm watching yeah. the game, and I'm going to walk out to my seat and see a concert. It's not a bad way to be. And the total runtime, because I kept I kept joking with my wife. I kept saying, I mean, how many songs do you possibly have? I mean, how long is he? They have a lot of hits. They have a lot of hits. Fifty three like, oh, no, minutes. No, he would. They went on. No, no, no. Come on, man. I can't do that. It was an I, hour. I've seen some of those. <laughs> it was an hour and twenty one minutes. That's not bad. Yeah. No, it was pretty good. And of course, it's a runtime of an animated yeah. film that that works. And of course, they ended with uh, um, and they ended they, end, they ended with uh, Jungle Love. Which did they do is, it you know, twice. No, no, I just did it once. See, I think I would have opened with that and then closed. No, well, that would have been scared great. the hell out of everybody by opening with yeah. it. <laughs> Where do we go from here? You thought we were done, did you? All right. Because uh, it's like I'm like, when are they going to do the bird and and Jungle? I'm going, I bet you it's because there's nowhere to go after their two no, hits. No, right? No, there's no. nowhere to go after that. But the best part of the concert was watching Jerome. Because Jerome just does whatever the hell he wants to on stage. That's not a bad way to He's be. like doing different dances from from Morris Day, who's dancing, and, and Jerome is dancing. And at one point, he had he had invited all these women up on stage to dance. Sure he did. And they're all getting too close to him. So Jerome's job was to grab the women and move them. So, all right, come on, come on, come on. So they wouldn't get too close to Morris while he's singing this song. And it was hilarious because he would go over and it would be like a bit where he's going, hey, hey. <laughs> Hey Jerome, 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 and Jerome would turn around and another. Did woman he have would to get move close Pam to him before the night no, ended? No, 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 he didn't. know. we were up. We were dating up, now, Mark. We were up in the balcony. We were up in the balcony. No, no, no. Pam, Pam would date Morris before she dated Jerome. Uh, Jer- Jerome has well, to carry. Got to go to the lead. Jerome's got to carry the mirror around. I mean, I did bring the mirror out five times. By five Fuck. times from the mirror. Yes. Oh, you had the over under. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you yeah, hit yeah, the yeah, under. Yeah. yeah, you had it at at least six times. Yeah, our, our friends, our friends we were with said uh, said, "Oh man, I, the first time the mirror came out, I had it. I took a picture." And um and my friends, oh, I missed it. And I said, I can't believe I missed it bringing the mirror. And I said, do you think that's the only time they're going to bring out the mirror? That's the whole bit. Jerome, where's my mirror? That's the whole bit. They brought it out like five more times. That was the best. That was a fun-ass concert. No, man, that's I'm fun. You. I'm glad to hear it. But I, I tell you, the excitement of of what it was like uh, right outside of crypto going into the concert. Oh, yeah. Everybody else is there. And, oh, my God, it was really outstanding. And, look, here we are now on the eve of the Lakers and the Nuggets. And I'll tell you what. After seeing everything and after watching that ridiculous, you know, Boston victory in Game Seven over the Sixers, where the Sixers barely tried, well, they basically um, did exactly what you expected them to. They rolled over. I'm gonna double like a little roly poly buddy. Yeah, but but Embiid's the MVP. I mean, I'm gonna, I got a lot on Embiid, but come on, everybody's telling this. me he's got torn this, torn that, and a well, a weak spirit. I am, keep talking. I am gonna double down. On this, because th- this is this is going oh to be boy. where the Western Conference Finals Uh-oh. is like the old NFC Championship game in the NFL in the '90s, when whoever won between the Cowboys or the 49ers was going to the Super Bowl and they were going to win. Right? That's what it was. The AFC Championship game was like window dressing. We don't need that. Whoever wins between the Nuggets and the Lakers will make our picks tonight for that series. The winner of that series is winning the NBA title. 
Nobody in the East, neither team in the East, is going to be able to win. Look, Boston's good, but Boston has issues. They just as easily can fall apart as they are good, or as they are capable of putting together a game like they had in Game Seven. Well, but in Game Seven, you know what they didn't have to humbly. Do? He can humbly put it. I'm but sorry. That's I'm sorry. He can humbly put. Missoula didn't have to together. coach, so they got they got yeah. bailed out by the fact that Doc can't. Yeah, I know. and that Embiid and James Harden no shows. Yeah, Missoula's how many always, no shows do uh, we get in this dude, playoff? It's That's games. the most frustrating thing of all of this. Like, all right, we got a game seven. Ah, we're done. Hey, coach, are we going to practice today? No, we're playing the same. You know, Doc Rivers, right, is like 0 75 in game sevens. Yeah, but still, shouldn't we go over some offensive sets? No! Just score 50, Tatum. Just start shooting. 17 and 31, and now he's, what, no, no, 6 no, and se- 10? He was 17 and 32. Now he's 17 oh, and 33. Oh, did I miss one? I missed one along the way. Yes. So, so add, add one. Add, look, another one. The Celtics <laughs> are not complete. They, look, they, the fact they outlasted a team that really was up so up and down. They're not good enough. The Heat, they don't have the firepower for either of these teams. You leave Jimmy Butler alone. They don't have the firepower for either of these teams. Whoever wins the Western Conference is going to win the NBA title. I can't see the Celtics matching up with either the Lakers or the Nuggets. And and, and a seven-game series, yeah, we're going to play great four games? No. They they are always a a split second away from absolute disaster. but, But here's the beauty of it, right? And Denver's been fantastic. They still had, at least for a moment, based on a couple of superhuman efforts, uh, and then later on, no-shows, but superhuman efforts from KD and Booker, they they let that series get tied. So they they haven't exactly just flown through everything. We've seen the Lakers, and we know that at times, you're you're waiting to see which guy's popping up as the third scorer. Mm Mm-hmm. Right, and and I'm certainly not going down the highway that many have with their analysis of like, well, it's got to happen at some point. You know, when it comes to injuries to the to the Lakers stars, but when we look at the West, starting five for for Denver accounted for virtually all of their scoring. Brown off the bench had some big games, but then you look at the the Lakers. It's been a which guy will it be? The Lonnie Walker, the fourth game. Who's not really mm-hmm. pissed because Kim Kardashian's evidently trying to go in and hang out with Tom Brady. Well, I mean, come on, on, man. Lonnie Walker, I mean, you know. He 15, tried. 15 in the fourth quarter is one thing. Tom Brady is another. I mean, let, let's really? be honest. Let's what be, has Tom Brady yeah. done for us lately? No, <laughs> well, Lonnie Walker, the fourth, he's, saved the Lakers season buying in the, back. the uh, buying the Raiders, it's so not, it's all good. It's not <laughs> us. It's Kim Kardashian. That's I mean, that's what it is. We're, we're all Team Kim, right, Mike? Uh, Hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. But then we we get into the the Eastern Conference. I mean, first, and you've heard this nine thousand times today. If you've listened to Sports Talk Radio, or, or gone down your your highways and byways and social media. But it, you know, for those that hadn't, the fact that we get the Final Four from the bubble is is pretty freaking cool, right? Everybody hated that. Like, here you go, it's set up on the table for you again. The Heat and the Celtics. Celtics still coming in was was the team you looked at. It's like, all right, they've got depth. They've got extra guys that can make big plays, veteran leadership, all those boxes that you would check, except when it comes to late-game decision-making. So keep it close. Who's showing up? I'll take, you know, the the old LeBron diving into the lane. But, I mean, I I can't. I picked Denver before the – I know. And stick with them. How, how do I? I can't run stick away. I had Denver in the no, Heat. Stick with them. I'm screwed. Whoever wins that series is winning the title. No, but the, neither team. The Heat are not doing it. The Celtics not doing it. I, I give. If you had to give me a point, I would say the Celtics have a little bit more of a chance, just because they have a little bit more scoring well, power. More depth. But more depth. Where you can have a. But no one way. of those other guys can score 25. Smart can score 25 for you. Horford can give you three or four three pointers and, and at least keep things you know, from from imploding. I would say that, in fact, I'll go this far. Look at you. Whoever makes the finals out of the East, you're going to have an over-under of how many games each of them can win in the series, and the total is one. Because the Heat can't beat either of these teams in a game. And I'll give the Celtics one game. I'll give the Celtics one game at home. Tatum has a big night. Everything is figured out. And that's going to be it. Ah, now, Coach Spoke It's going to be one. that big a deal. No, it's good. Coach Spoke's Coach big Spoke, thing is but, but he's Coach, an eight seed in the Eastern Finals now. Coach Spoke can only, only get you so far. Hey, he's only hey, going to get you so far. If I get so there far. half of those Eastern Conference Finals, man, seven, 13 years. Look, and man. Jimmy Butler's meeting with the Heat faithful while handing him cups of coffee. Look, He's a man. man of the people, man. Give me I, one game. The Celtics could get one game off of either of these teams. The Heat would get zero. That's a, that. We're we're watching the You're real NBA for finals. A sweep. We're watching the real NBA finals round. coming up. 
No, I thought that's what everybody wanted with the the Lakers and the the Warriors. Real, I, I forgot to tell hey, Clay Thompson. I told you Lakers and six, Lakers and six. I'm feeling pretty good now. Pick that Lakers. Stop while you're series. ahead, please. Pick that Lakers Nuggets series Cash coming out. up later on this hour. Cash yeah, out. buddy. Yeah, we're getting ready. Get ready for the real NBA finals, the Western Conference Finals. Wow. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Tonight's show brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Uh, really quick now, do you want proof that time travel is real? Yeah, hit me. Time travel is real. Time okay. travel is absolutely real because right now, Leading off the game, Twins-Dodgers, Joey Gallo facing Noah Syndergaard. It's 2015. Joey Gallo. It's We've gone back in time eight years. It is now 2015. Thor's really uh, leaning into the I'm going to look like Thor thing, too, isn't he? Well, he really sucks. Yeah, the more, I think the longer his hair gets, the less miles an hour on his fastball. It looked like they, they just had, what was that, the transmitter in his hat or something that was having problems? Yeah. <laughs> It's his, like he was a lobot. His hair is down his back, <laughs> but his fastball is down to 78 miles an hour. Hey, hey, but hey. Time travel is 2015. Congratulations. We made it back eight years. I hope you're all happy. Nobody's happy about that. Why? I bet the, I, the I, Mets if went I to can the go World back Series. eight years. Mets went to the World Series. How the, did that end? The Jets were terrible. We went to the World Series, How though. How did it end? It didn't Boy, end well. If I could well. go back eight years, there's a, there's a lot. That well, no. I, I would go back half. and say, all right, listen, uh, I, would, I would go back and I would I would – Tell Terry Collins you take Matt Harvey out of that game. I would. Uh, I, I would tell Daniel Murphy. I, I would tell Terry Collins take Daniel, Daniel Murphy, Murphy out of the game Why when it Daniel gets the late innings. Murphy. Just take him out. Uh, I would say all of these things. That's good. Yeah, all these things. I, I was concentrating say. on some bigger picture yeah. items in my life. I would tell but, Lucas Duda. I'm glad, I'm glad it was all about the Mets. I, I would say world. put somebody else in for Lucas Duda on that throw home in game five. No, I would say all these things. I might not have eaten all that second things. sandwich that mm. one night. I mean, all those mm. things could be. If only the Knicks could turn back the clock, right? Second sandwich. No, we were terrible in twenty. I'm happy where we are right now, even though it's out of the playoffs. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. 
Hey guys, LeVar Arrington here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before or check out the fully redesigned tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style the new tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true and with new available tech this legendary truck is getting even better and when you buy a toyota truck you buy toyota dependability meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future so visit your local toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com toyota let's go play Places. We have to have a conversation about the Eastern Conference Finals and the Celtics and the 76ers. Yep. Because today is my Monday validation for the reason why the 76ers are on my never again list, right? I put them on my list. I said never picking them again, right? Very, very high profile. Never picking them again. Why? I was trying to convince you of that for a very long they time. always find a way to blow it, right? Well, we got a 3-2 lead, blow it in game six, and then no, don't show up in game seven. Yeah. I told you. I told you. I told you. What a surprise. They were so awful in game seven, and Embiid and Harden were both no-shows. What? I am so – this is validation Monday. Oh, but the Sixers got – no. Don't forget Doc. Never pick. We'll get to Doc. Never pick the Sixers again. I'm never picking them. No matter what they have. No matter what they have. They are never going to win. And they proved again, oh, we couldn't do it. We couldn't get there. They are absolutely 100% never leaving my never again list. How did it feel to to see Ben Simmons clowning them? That was kind of entertaining. It was. Kind of weird, but kind of entertaining. You know. And the two big guys to talk about. I mean, we can get to James Harden. James Harden's kind of a minor player in this in this but, but theater. This, but that's the thing, right? Everybody that wants to get all excitable about him, he's he's been this guy for a decade. Yeah. yeah. In multiple stops. He had one. So big why game. is anybody yeah. surprised? Look, that, he, had, he had two great games in a series. I need and hey. I and I need two two more games off until I get to a great one. Oh, too bad. Game one, game four. Oh, didn't happen. Game seven. But what did I tell you? Doc Rivers is always going to be the guy deflecting the blame. Never, ever takes any responsibility when his teams lose. He always looks to try to pass the buck when the only thing in common with him in his last 10 times playing a Game 7 or in his career, now 17-33 and uh, in Game 7s overall, um, you can't win. You don't win, and he never takes any responsibility. Last year, it was, well, the right mix of guys wasn't there. This year again, it was Doc Rivers, despite the fact they had a 3-2 lead in this series, right? It was there for them. It was 3-2. You can't tell me the Sixers weren't good enough. And a 3-2 lead in the second round against the Celtics. And Jason Tatum shot, what was he, 1 of 14? Three, everything humbly, was there. Humbly. Hum, uh, the humble, humble, humble superstar. Humble, one for 14. Everything was there. Three games to two lead, everything else. And yet here was Doc Rivers yesterday following the Game 7 defeat. I'm disappointed. I thought we had the right group. Um, I really did. And, and I knew, you know, it's <laughs> funny. I look baby. out and I, I, you know. We don't need anything else. We don't need anything else after that. I thought we had the right group. Uh, I which means had the right group. I sucked. I thought Fire we had me. the right group. That was a read between the lines. Fire me. I thought we had the right group is what you say when you get swept in a series where, boy, I really thought it and we or, or we lose in five and we get blown the hell out, right? This was a series. No, how do you not have the right group? You had a 3-2 lead in the series. Yeah. How do you not have the right group? But here's Doc, not my thought we had the right group. Oh, yeah, I love my guys until we don't win, and then they're not the right guys anymore. That's Doc Rivers. Oh, it's not. Just whatever you do, don't look at me. Look at other guys. Look at look at Embiid. You can even, uh, you know, uh, uh, he's won the MVP. There's some, there's some time off. You can blame Joel. Okay, blame Joel. Definitely blame Harden. He doesn't like me anyway. Blame all these. Uh, not me. Don't, this is not my fault. I thought we had the right group. It was a 3-2. You did. You had the MVP of the bleeping league, and you had a 3-2 lead. How, but if you didn't have the right group, 
Doc Rivers, it is now. I mean, really, I wonder what the sky is like in his world. Like, if you're having dinner with him at the dinner table, you're talking about all kinds of series and go, what about that series? Oh, that that guy was terrible. Oh, that guy stunk. Oh, that guy was bad. Oh, that didn't work. How about the year we did when we beat the Lakers? How about that when I had three Hall of Famers and we still be? How about that? That was a great year, wasn't it? Doc Rivers, again, never takes any responsibility. I thought we had the right group. How do you tell me not the right group? Come on, man. That's just, I mean, there's, there's times when I look at Doc and I go, Dude, just take the L. Just say, my fault. I didn't coach well enough. Whether it's your fault or not, I would like that a little bit from the leaders. I'd like the leaders to say, hey, this was my fault. Because that's what you say after after a loss. That's what all leaders say. The first thing they say is, I needed to do more and I didn't do it. But instead, I thought we had the right group. Like, it's not my fault. I thought we had to do it. Well, we had the right We mix. all thought, right? We all thought we had you, you, and you, and you. Everybody thought my bosses all thought, the front office all We thought we had the right group. Obviously, we didn't have the right group. No, dude, you had the right group, right? Not not that it's all. Not that it's look. Not that it. Not that it's all Doc's fault. But for a head coach, that no one takes less responsibility after a loss. Oh than no, he no, does. no! He pushes. He and we watched amazing. it here in Los Angeles forever. It's why, you know, Clipper fans had had some uh, love for those teams and some of those players and what they were able to to put together. But it always came back to Doc deflecting, and so he's a guy that will always have. Uh, my name is Mud, kind of thing around here from that. Love the guy, not the coach. And here's another thing. I would say this from Missoula, though. A big failure on his part. 112 88, your final. That Blake Griffin didn't get in to rub it in. Given the fact that we've had all of those quotes, don't blame Blake. For all those years, you couldn't get him in for one minute just so he could wave at him or something. jump over a Kia or something. Well, you know, ever since you know the Kia, I mean, it it's legendary. But now Blake Griffin will play in the next round of these playoffs for for the Seventy Sixers. You you lost a three two lead. Remember, you started the series without your MVP. You got that game without him on the court. And then in a pivotal game seven, you no-show? Your squad no-shows. This is why we were here on Friday night, Ryan Holland's in for you, and we started getting word of what was happening. And even last Thursday, we were talking about, like, Monty Williams could get fired based on that no-show effort. Guess what happens over the weekend? Monty Williams gets fired. (laughs) Same thing here. How do you keep your job? I, it was so. It was so. It was so d- distressing. It took the 76ers social media uh, a whole day to post. Hey, congratulations! They posted we have the lead at halftime, and then nothing until today. Congratulations on the season. Well, what but a I mean, great year. look, man. That's it. Don't We're hit stunned. send kind of moment. We're I'd stunned love to right see now. All of those drafts that were in the in the holster that like, no, you can't send that. We are stunned do right that. now. How do we do? Don't this? send that. I look, it, it everything is, you say is going to be critical. This, this People is, are going to be mad. There's this, a picture. Of, just put up a picture of Santa Claus. <laughs> this is, you know, this is what you get with Doc Rivers. And it's not that Doc is a bad coach. Doc is definitely the definition of an A to B coach. I can take a team. Yeah, and there you I go. will make you into contenders. He won one year, which and I can't take that away from him because he did win the championship. He got, he got done, right? sure. He won. Yeah, he had a little help, Jason. But just you, a little. But you look, he hasn't been out of the second round since. Since then, exactly. and, and now you're, you're going back now 15 years almost. He hasn't been out of the second round. I haven't been out of the second round since 2012. I mean, this is this is really something where you you have to take some responsibility, man. Doc is Doc is one of those guys who goes into a team and immediately the owner thinks, okay, I have stability. I have a guy that there's nothing's going to take him by surprise, and. Whatever waters we need to navigate, Doc Rivers is a guy that can do it. See, I did have waters, Rivers. Oh, it's good, yeah. Doc can do it, right? Doc can step into a difficult situation, and I won't have to worry about that part of it, right? Doc Rivers did help the the Clippers navigate the Donald Sterling situation, which was really, really difficult, and I give him credit for that. But on the court, you know, okay, this is what I get. But are you getting next-level coaching? Are you getting any kind? No, you had players saying, yeah, I, I, we, I don't know why we didn't. Joel Embiid said, I don't know why we didn't do this more. We should have done this more. We should have done this more. When you have the players saying, I don't know why we didn't do things more, yeah, you know how that's much a, you failed. That's how Budenholzer got fired. Go back to those Giannis and Tenacupo things. Why didn't I guard him? Why, why, why didn't I guard Jimmy Butler Why didn't Butler we do this? Why didn't, why didn't, I didn't I do he this? do different things with Drew Holiday? Why didn't with, with Drew Holiday? Why didn't he do this? Why did he do that? And he got fired. And now you got the MVP going, well, yeah. we could have done this, we could have done that. 
and like you get same you, thing. You get lulled into this. Doc Rivers takes over, and he immediately you are contenders, right? Because that's what he does. He takes a team. We got to hey, we'll win fifty games, right? He should be Doc's team should be fifty because I can get any team to win fifty games in the regular season. All right, for fifty and out, I'm going to find right? him at a public autograph signing. Right? I'm like, what's the inscription? You sign a fifty because you can get fifty wins, but then you don't get any more after that. So he because that's what he's done, right? He goes to the Celtics and they win. They win a championship and then but they never get back. He goes to the Clippers and they win 50 games and they can't get out of the second round. He goes to the Sixers and they win 50 games and you know 50, 51, 52, 54 and they can't get out of the second round. That's who Doc Rivers is. So you get to that level and you go, okay, ready to make that next step. And then a couple of years go by in the playoffs and you go, man, we're still losing in the second round. Why are we still losing in the second round? And then it dawns on you that hmm, maybe the message is stale. We need something else in here. We need to be able to play. And it doesn't always work, but you know what you're getting with Doc. You're not getting a next-level guy that's getting you to the finals. And more. That's Eric Spolstra. That's, 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 right now, that's Darvin Ham more than it is Doc Rivers. Doc will get you to a point, and he's been living off that championship with the Celtics for way too long now. And you look at the guy's record in Game 7s, and now they go out this way. Yeah, you kind of know what you're going to get. You know how it's going to end, and you know he's not going to take responsibility. We've seen this movie way too many times now. Well, but that's the thing. We've, we've watched this. You and I have now been doing this uh, for a while together, and, and we've watched a number of coaches. Go back and, and cross sports a second. Go back to the Cincinnati Bengals. Remember laughing stock for a number of years? Then they have that run under Marvin Lewis where they're making the playoffs with great regularity. Good offense, great passing game, Rudy Johnson in the backfield, all of these things. But they could never win. You'd get to the playoffs, and then they were done. At some point, you got to move on. With Doc Rivers, it's a shorter sample size in Philly than than Marvin Lewis had in in Cincinnati. But it's the same principle of like, all right, we we can get to this point. And having a couple of superstars, as imperfect as James Harden is in spots and injuries uh, that beset Joel Embiid at times, that you know that's about as far as you're going to go with him. That come playoff time, there's going to be a fly in the ointment. There's going to be something that that takes you out. He had a three games to two lead. And then you had the guy that comes back and gets you for 51 on Sunday to close you out, Mm -hmm. right? You had the chance to take him out in game six. He shot terribly. He played terribly. And then in the fourth quarter, he owned them. Absolutely own the 76ers. You let them breathe life back in. Oh, and take the series back home. You had a chance to close it out in your home building, and you failed. You let them off the hook. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey guys, it's Rich Davis from Cavino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance or any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew could stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you could sit back and enjoy the wide open views with the whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter what your style, you could drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places. Big weekend in the NBA. We wave goodbye to the Knicks. We wave goodbye to the Sixers. We wave goodbye to the Warriors. And now we have the conference finals coming your way. What's next for John Morant? Joining us now on the hot. No one better than Fox Sports 1 analyst. You can check out his On the Ball podcast with Rick Buecher. It is the aforementioned Rick Buecher on Twitter. At Rick Buecher. Hello, Rick Buecher. Hello, gentlemen. How are we? Dominating yourself. Uh, I've I've had a couple of days to get over the Knicks embarrassing losing the series to the Heat because mm-hmm. the Heat really didn't play that great and the Knicks really just outside of Jalen Brunson hurt themselves. But uh, other than that, I'm okay, man. I'm good. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that's okay. that's good. I I I don't know whether I believe you or not. That well, we sounded were just... like someone that like sounded like someone saying the things that they want to believe. But in their heart of hearts, realize, no, I'm just kidding myself. I'm not over it. It's not, it's not a good thing. I'm never going to see this again. Why did I ever let my heart be taken by the Knicks? And, um, and I'm just ready to walk away. I, I think that's what subliminally you were saying. But if you want me to go with the other one, I'll go, hey, you know what? Good. I'm glad you got past it. And everything's going to turn around. They're going to trade uh, Julius Randall for Kawhi Leonard, and um, let's see who else can we move. Who else can we Damian move? Quentin Lillard. Grimes. Let's get Damian Lillard. Quentin let's get a shooter. Quentin Grimes for Damian Lillard, and um, I don't know. We'll probably we want to keep Josh Hart because he's best friends with Jalen Brunson. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Who else can we? Who else do we got? Uh, Obi Toppin for uh, Bradley Beal. Will that work? Can yeah, we do sure. that? Yeah, um, we can do that. Sure. Yeah, hundred percent. Okay. All, all right. right. All right. Okay. These yeah. are all so, good moves. So, so things are looking up. Yeah, these we, are all we, good moves. These yeah, all, we're good. No, like the only reason I, I get upset is that this was an opportunity they had. They could have beat a team that's not very good. Right. That that's the whole thing is that I, I look at right now the way the playoffs are. Look, yeah. Boston is a team that they can give you a big performance. They could also fall apart at a moment's notice. The Heat are very limited, and I look at the winner of the Nuggets and the Lakers. They're going to win the NBA title. I mean, I, I don't think either of these teams in the East can match up against whoever comes out of the West. Interesting. 
Yeah. I don't know what to – I'll be honest. I, this is the least formed. I think that all four, four remaining teams obviously have – uh, have certain flaws, and it's a matter of which team can exploit the other team's flaws best. I'm still, I guess what's really thrown me for a loop is, and I've been, you know, beating this drum on TV, and we've been taking clips and putting it on social media, and there's a lot, plenty of people that are upset about um, my contention that the Warriors uh, were the better team, and the Warriors dictated the series based on whether they lived up to their capabilities or played up to their capabilities or they didn't. And I'm still, I'm still blown away by the, the, loo- the looseness and the mindless um, turnovers and mistakes that they made and the wide-open shots that they made. And, I, and, and, and look, all teams go through that. For the defending champions, for teams – who understand what it takes and what execution is all about. That's what's thrown me for a loop now in looking at these four teams and particularly kind of sizing up the Lakers. Are the Lakers really this good? I've been slow to come to terms with that. Obviously, if they, if they beat the Nuggets, I'm, I'm going, I'm going to have to come around to that. The Lakers are much better than, than I, than I thought they were and that I think they are. Um, but I'm not there. But I'm not there yet. Well, let's go back to the to the series they just finished uh, against the Warriors, and yep. uh, the losing side of things is more fun uh, for me at the moment. Uh, Steph Curry <laughs> looking at Jordan Poole's locker, saying he's the key, almost like it's a Star Wars movie. He's the chosen one. Uh, that yeah. the the bridge and everything going forward is him. Like, how do they reconcile he and Draymond? And Clay Thompson, to me, looked like a guy that either didn't want to be there anymore or had nothing left in the tank. I'll let you decide which was, which is for closer to the truth. Yeah, this is this is the struggle because Jordan Poole's already been paid, and I think that Steph recognizes the talent that that Jordan has, as do we all. But uh, there's also just a high level of recklessness, and I, I believe this is more. Steph's leadership coming out and saying that Jordan's the the key in terms of being able to rehabilitate him and get him on the same page with everybody else. I will tell you that, you know, when the punch happened, by and large, most everybody, you know, castigated uh, Draymond. And I'm certainly not defending punching another teammate, although it happens more often than people realize. We just don't get video of it. Sure. (laughs) Um, and, uh, but, and I'm, I don't want to say Jordan had it coming because nobody has it coming to get punched, but Jordan rubbed a lot of people on that team the wrong way. Um, and, and Clay and Steph at times as well. And so that's what they have to kind of figure out in terms of Jordan. Do you understand you are not the guy? Maybe one day you will be the guy when Steph retires. But you're in no way the guy, and you're not ahead in the in the in the line of Clay or Dre, based on time served and accomplishments made, and that is not something that he has understood. Um, certainly since he got paid, and that's what they have to that's what they have to get back to that that when you play alongside Steph and Dre. You are a role player, and you have to figure out what role you can play that benefits them and, and, and the team at large, and no personal agendas here. Now, when it comes to Clay, this is the hard part, because I agree with you. Clay has become a one-trick pony. It's, he can shoot from range, and, and sometimes he can't, but he will continue to shoot. He knows how to space the floor. He knows how to play with Steph. He will play even if he's not getting touches. That's always been his strength. But he can't defend. He doesn't rebound. And he doesn't create shots for anybody else. And they're now up against it with a new CBA where if, if you know, unless Clay has come to terms with, dude, you're not getting a max extension, to come to terms with what his value is on the market and to the Warriors – that's one of those tricky things that they have to navigate. And, oh, by the way, we don't know who's going to be navigating it because we don't know whether Bob Myers is going to be the guy there. And that's probably the biggest piece of all. 
Yeah. If Bob Myers is not the GM, who is going to be orchestrating this whole thing? You just imagine, imagine you've like a, a championship team and then they have a new architect for rebuilding that championship team. That, that really throws things for a loop, considering who are you going to get that you can trust knows how to put another championship team together. Rick Buecher with us, Fox Sports 1 NBA Insider. All right, so from the teams that lost to the teams that won, if I give you a little fill-in-the-blank, the, the yep. two teams playing for the NBA championship are going to be – Oh, jeez, come who? on. I can't, I can't, I can't <laughs> ask the best NBA Insider we've had on the show. Uh, I can't ask you. I can't pick these games. I can't no, pick. I mean, I'll pick them, but I just, I just explained to you, like, why it's so hard. But you got to – come on, man. You got yeah, to pick. No. I'm going to go. Well, I'm going to I, look. Either the Celtics or the Heat would be. Well, he already told thing. you Denver's winning. <laughs> he yeah, agreed I'm with go, me. I'm, I'm going. I'm going Nuggets Celtics. Okay. And 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 this is why. Like the reason that I the reason that it's difficult is because I think Eric Spolstra outcoached Tom, Tom Thibodeau. We can agree on that. Yes. Unfortunately, yes, we can agree with that. Coach, yes. Coach, yeah, coach circles <laughs> around him. What do you think he's going to do to Joe Missoula? Now, unless the Celtics the, blow him out every game, then Joe Mazzulla doesn't matter. <laughs> well, and that's the flip side of it is that the Celtics have so the, the 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 talent disparity in the depth is so great that I don't know that Spolster can overcome that. I would expect that the Celtics can win. Honestly, can win it in four or five. Uh, the Denver series is more interesting just because I think they are far better suited to beat the Warriors. Now, between the Warriors and the Suns, I mean, excuse me, the Nuggets and the Suns, I actually thought that the Suns would be more challenging for the Lakers than the Nuggets. Um, I, I thought that going into the two series. But the way that the Nuggets finished out their series, the way, that, the, the way they, they took care of business, it really changed my mind. I think because the Nuggets were able to play fast against the Suns. My concern with them playing the Lakers is that they really like. I think they had the they had one of the slowest paces in the league. That um, that was going to play into the Lakers being able to preserve the legs of LeBron and AD. But they 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 ran Phoenix, and so if they can play fast or slow then I think that gives them a huge advantage. And if Aaron Gordon can do anything close to what he did uh, on uh, – it can do on to LeBron James, anything close to what he did to Kevin Durant, then um, I, I, I like this series for the Nuggets. All right, Rick, got to go to the obvious uh, big story facing the NBA all over socials, all yeah. over the world. Uh, John Morant, the latest video that comes out, you see once again brandishing a gun – uh, yep. We had the short suspension, even shorter rehab uh, stint that he did earlier. What's the league office do this time? Yeah, I think we talked about it at the time that I wasn't buying. I wasn't sure. buying that short couple days off. We've resolved it. I'm a different man. I've changed, I mean, you're talking about changing a lifestyle and a mentality and an attitude. And I, like I would say anything short of, it, it has to be one of these Oh my God! I can't believe he did that. Um, in terms of Adam Silver, um, if it's if it's anything less than fifty games, then you might as well not do it. And if it was an entire season, I wouldn't. I, I, obviously, depending on how severe it is, the players' union is probably going to have something to say about it. Sure, but I just think a message has to be sent, not just to Ja Morant but to every player in the league to understand when you put your life on social media, you better come correct. Because just because the salaries now are at a point where you have generational wealth when you hit that second contract does not mean that we are going to allow you to undermine the image of the league. And it gets tricky with guns because as much as I think if you live on one of the coasts, you probably are have a different opinion of of guns than you, than than a large segment of our society does. 
But this isn't about the Second Amendment. Right. And this isn't about gun ownership. This is about the image of the NBA, which I think in 2015 or 16 joined forces with an anti-NRA group to do an anti-gun uh, PSA with plenty of players, Seth Curry being one of them, appearing in it. So this is where the NBA is. And if you want to play in the NBA, then you have to live a different life than you lived previously. That's part of the price and responsibility to playing in the NBA. And I, I, at this point, that message needs to be sent in a very clear way, and be, and and it needs. I, I don't. I really don't care what what it does to the Memphis Grizzlies at this point, because this wasn't one incident. This was a series of incidents, and we just found out about it after the last one. The Memphis Grizzlies have not been keeping. Uh, have not been in charge of what's going on with their players. It would seem, or setting a standard, or having any accountability for a while now. And so if the league's going to step in, uh, I have no problem with it if, if it ends up undermining this season because there are bigger issues at play here. You can follow him on Twitter, at Rick Buecher. That is at Rick Buecher. Check him out, Fox Sports 1 analyst. Check out the On the Ball podcast as well. Rick, as always, buddy, appreciate your time, my friend. We'll talk to you as the playoffs go on. Bradley Beal and Gotham, yo. Ah, uh, get ready, man. No, man, no I'm, I'm going bigger. Damian Lillard. Going bigger. Damian need a, Lillard. And need a Gotham, shooter. Yo. Yeah. It's happening. All See? the guys that get bounced from Philadelphia. Yeah, Rick's putting it out there for us. It's all good. Well, he's going to help you out. Dollar <laughs> Dame Times Square. That's right. Oh, oh Dame right. Times Square. Dude, patent that and put it on a t shirt. Yeah, we need to do that right that, now. Rick. Let's go. Dame Times Square. Oh, Rick. It's a million-dollar idea. Or how much ever you can make on selling T-shirts? Can you make a million dollars? No, well, you just have to sell a lot of T-shirts. All right. All We're right. going to have to move a lot of units. Yeah, okay. we got to get a logo design. Let's go. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hello, welcome inside. Final hour tonight of the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Giddy up. Live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Well, one game happening right now in Major League Baseball. The Twins have tied it. In the ninth inning off the Dodgers, it is now 7-7. The Twins with one in the seventh, three in the eighth, and one in the ninth to tie it. But now it's Betts, Freeman, and Will Smith coming up, so let's see how this ends in a walk-off for the Dodgers. Because you know Did that's Freddie how Freddie Freeman hit the 300th of his career? Oh, that'll be perfect. Still waiting on that. That'll be perfect. Yeah. Freddie Freeman, 300 to win the game for the Dodgers. Nice he cries, I really didn't want to leave Atlanta, but this is great. It's a, oh, sorry, too soon Steve's going to come jumping through the uh, glass when you make those jokes. <laughs> too, about soon, too soon for that? Oh. Hey, the night did begin with Joey Gallo leading off the game against Noah Syndergaard. Did proving, you say Gallo or Callow? Proving Gallo, G-A, uh, proving time travel is possible because that's like 2015 in a nutshell there, Syndergaard and Joey Gallo. That'd be great. Well, you know what? Turn back the clock night is 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 good. Although I think Joey Gallo was still hitting 200 back in 2015, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, wow. he was hitting 200 in 2015. Joey Gallo, Look at you. we got it, everybody. Hey, he was you know what, well. last year. <laughs> but the facts, facts are there, there that he's still playing in 2023. Mm. So he fooled everybody for that's another true. eight years. That's true. Good on him. Dude, the Dodgers fixed him. <laughs> With us now on the hotline to break down all the latest news in Major League Baseball, including this budding Aaron Judge controversy, MLB uh-huh. Network uh-huh. insider extraordinaire. You can follow him on Twitter, at John Morosi. It is John Paul Morosi. JP, what's happening, buddy? Uh, good evening. Good morning from the great city of Boston. So I was here for the Mariners and Red Sox on uh, Monday evening uh, on our MLB 
So I had a lot of fun working this game, but I I do think that you might end up asking me about a certain game that happened in Toronto this evening. Is that is that correct? Yeah, there's going to be a tiny a, a tiny topic on this first. Okay, but uh, yeah, so. Here's the thing. We watched Aaron Judge. You had a night where he hit two home runs, and the broadcast crew of the Blue Jays, Dan Schulman, Buck Martinez, noticed that a couple of pitches before he hit the home run, he gave a big sidelong glance out of his eye. Then he hits a home run. Was he looking in the dugout for a sign? What was he doing? Judge said after the game, guys were chirping after Aaron Boone got ejected, and he wanted to see who was still doing it because it was kind of throwing him off a little bit. Now, I get that explanation, JP, but there's no way. There's a, he's he's facing the pitcher, waiting for the pitch, and that's when I'm going to look to the dugout to see who's yelling, and he doesn't move his head at all. I tried that. Anybody that's got peripheral vision tried to do that. There's no way you're looking into the dugout, being able to see anything. You just can't. So I, I, so I don't know what Judge is trying to say here. What I look at it as, he was probably trying to get a glance, see where the catcher was setting up, because you can see it looking straight out of your eye, where it's right next to me, but there's no way you're looking into the dugout, and you're really going to do it right before a pitch that that doesn't really hold water with me with Aaron Judge well here's what I would say if he was looking to gauge where the catcher was setting up is that against the rules no I just don't think he wants that to be part of a oh Judge is doing this and he's glancing down it's unwritten rule I'm going to get a fastball in the ribs so that's what I think Aaron Judge is trying to avoid (laughs) Right, and I, I suppose that that's a possibility. Uh, I, I do think that the context of what was going on, uh, th- there was just a very heated moment right before. And so that, that explanation, as I see it, is plausible. It is, it is plausible from, from my perspective. Um, is it the most likely of all, all possible explanations? Perhaps not. But I, I do think, A, um, he deserves the benefit of the doubt here, and I would not, uh, I would not doubt what he said from that perspective. I, I just think that in general, we we have in baseball reacted with profound alarm when when there is any suggestion of of whether it's gauging where a catcher is or picking up signs, whatever it might be and lumping everything into the same category when it, it doesn't need to be there. I, I think that's, to me, there, there is a continuum of things that have happened in the game for a really long time, and, and if there was any um, sort of tipping of a pitch, whatever it might have been, I don't believe that it was anything egregious on the part of the Yankees, nor do I find it to be particularly surprising, <laughs> I suppose. And and obviously this was not a fluke moment where, oh, Aaron Judge had evolved darn near 500 feet. Well, he does that quite often. So uh, while I would, and you and, and John Schneider said this, the Blues, the Blue Jays manager, that he was, that it looked odd to him. He, he said publicly that he, he thought it was strange, and uh, that, that's probably a fair way to say it. it. It seemed a little odd, I suppose, but it can both be odd and plausible and not something that should really scramble the way that a lot of us view Aaron Judge and, and what his professionalism has been throughout his career. Yeah, for me it was just the curiosity that it comes up on the broadcast as something you just kind of see, right? That led me to believe, JP, that this might have been part of the uh, – you know, twib notes on Aaron Judge that it would show up in like, you know, a, a meeting with a manager, a coach or somebody that, hey, you know, we had noticed this kind of thing. Look, look for Judge with X. And that right. becomes part uh, of the broadcast. Uh, that's that's not a bad suggestion. Uh, I think in the in the in the realm of, of possibilities there, uh, I, I don't think that that would have been something that was necessarily clued in uh, to the Blue Jays broadcast in terms of what their preparation was necessarily. I, I do think it's it's in this e- era of hyper HD cameras and, and all these looks that we've got at every game, we see things in terms of where players are looking and, and whether it's a gesture where they're, where they're able to, to, to pick up certain tendencies around them that we never would have thought about even 10 years ago, let alone 25 years ago. So uh, I think this is a function of 
a lot of attention on the series between two of the best teams in the American League, at least based on reputation and, and expectations. And then I think anything number 99 does is always going to get a little extra attention. So um, th- this is a function of, of the Yankees and Blue Jays playing a pretty big series in the month of May. And I, I don't know that it was – I would really have a hard time – believing that this was something that was deliberately clued in and said, hey, okay, during the eighth inning, try to mention you know, try to mention that we think Judge looks to the dugout. I, I, I would be surprised by that. But I think it's a natural bit of speculation on the part of Dan and Buck if they, if they saw something unexpected, which I think that was. It was, it was a little odd, but um, that's the job of the broadcaster is, to note the things that are a little bit different and hopefully let the viewer at home uh, make their own decision on what they believe transpired or did not transpire. John Paul Morosi with us. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the Tyrac.com studios. All right, the other big story of the day. I want to give you – I want you to give me percentage chance now because we're going to probably do this every week to the trade deadline. Uh, Today, (laughs) Shohei Otani on base five times. The Angels beat the Orioles. The Angels are 22-20. and You mentioned before the season started, no pressure on a team to play better in the first half than the Angels because you want to keep Shohei Otani and not trade him at the deadline. With where they sit right now, two games over 500, it's early, but better than expected. Right Mm -hmm. now, percentage chance Shohei Otani is traded at the deadline, all of that in going into account. I would say about 30% right now. Now, that that can change as as time goes on, but... Remember. Again, we're going to do it every week, JP. We're J- 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 and I think week. that's great, <laughs> and I'm, I'm glad. Uh, Justin, uh, one of the great producers in the history of sports radio, is doing a very dutiful job of tracking the answer I've given you on this topic on a week-by-week basis. <laughs> You're damn right, JP. This, this is called a live tracking poll. Uh, I, I believe we're going to add in all the, uh, the, the Quinnipiac University poll. We're going to add them all in and make sure that we've got all the data that we can. I, I, what I'll say on the Angels is, is this. Much like last year, the default, if they're somewhere in the middle ground, is to keep them. I, I really think as, as much as they could get in a trade for Shohei right now, or this, this July, they're looking for reasons to keep him, not looking for reasons to trade him. It's it's possible, obviously, that they completely collapsed, which is honestly right around this time last year is when that happened. But I, I just I don't see it. I, I, I don't see them trying to sell or, or looking to sell and make that trade unless, and of course, at the ownership level something big changes or, or Artie Moreno's wishes evolve in that time. The other piece of this that I think is really important is unlike last year, the Astros are not a dominant team. This division is as open as any division in the sport. You've got four teams above 500, and and even the Mariners, who are in fourth, are four games out of first. The Angels are three and a half games out of first, four in the loss column. I, I just think that they would have to really move backwards in a pretty deliberate fashion over the next two months for Joey to be traded because let's remember it, this is not just a hey I have to maximize the value of Shohei at one moment in time. It's it's important to realize the big picture here and and how well they have done with him commercially for a very long time and how many fans love watching him play. This is not just hey I've got to maximize the best I can out of out of a, a rental starting pitcher. He is the most unique single-player attraction in North American pro sports, in my opinion, in terms of what he's doing. It's just so different from everybody else that's ever played the game. And if you're going to trade a player of that profile, you'd better have a darn good reason to do it, and you can't do it when you've got a winning record. He's on Twitter at John Morosi. That is at John Morosi, MLB Network, insider extraordinaire. JP, as always, buddy, appreciate it, my friend. We'll talk to you next week. Have fun, pal. Looking forward to We'll get into Cal Raleigh's first ever game at Fenway Park in which any catcher is homer from both, both sides of the plate ever. First time ever happened tonight. I was privileged to witness it. Nice. Great stuff.
Yeah, tell Cal to uh, get uh, Julio Rodriguez to be able to turn on a fastball too, will you? He's getting there. I, I'm a big believer in J-Rod. I would say buy stock in this young man for the next six weeks. Get ready. All right. That's okay. I picked him to win the MVP this year. I'm pretty happy with that. Yeah, I, I, I believe he could do it with about four and a half months of work. All right, and I'm going to give you this. To work on this, I'm going to give you one answer. I'm going to give you a week to figure this out, and i give you the answer next week. You ready? Yes. Let's do it. What member of the Seattle Mariners roster, Major League roster, am I distantly related to? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Wow. Yeah. I need I need to work on that. And and maybe maybe you're the the wealthy benefactor who bequeathed them the trident <laughs> that they celebrate with for home runs. Which a hell of a trident. Let me tell you, remarkable thing I've seen in the dugout in a long time. All right. And here it is. You know the player. Like I would say the player. You go. Oh my god. Like you would know the player. You would know really? the player. Yep. You would know the player. I'll George give you, he knows all players. I give you a week to figure He's it a out. Wizard. I'll give you George a week. Kirby is my guess. George Kirby's my guess. No, you got to do some kind of work. You can't just throw it out there. He had a crystal okay. ball. I'll give you a hint. I'll give you a hint. Okay. You know what state my wife is from? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. All I right. got to work on that. Got to work okay, on right. There you go. Thank you. I'll give the Later, answer next buddy. week. Detective John Paul Morosi. You basically Honestly, just made him make the noise like he was Bill Hader doing an impression <laughs> of the guy from Dateline. <laughs> yeah. Twitter and how about a fresca, Mike? It's Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like, da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places.